Welcome to the Health and Wellness Psychiatry Podcast. This is Carousel. I am an independent licensed psychiatric nurse practitioner. This podcast will answer all your basic questions regarding mental health and go through all scientific evidence-based practices proven to reduce anxiety, improve mood, and improve overall quality of life. It is my passion to help others live their best life, and I am so excited to have you with me now. So let's begin our journey. Hello, everybody. This is Carousel. I am so happy that you guys can be here with me today. I am coming to you live from Salt Lake City, Utah, where I am in my ginormous cow king bed, and I'm under the covers because it's freezing, but I have my microphone here, so it's all good. So I'm nice and and comfy. I wanted to just binge watch um, 90 Day Fiance is what I really wanted to do. I'm obsessed with that show. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there are a million spinoffs and oh my gosh, I've seen like every episode of every spinoff. It's, it's not good. But do you know what is more important than 90 Day Fiance? It's showing up for you guys. Yes, I had a training today. Yes, I got off a plane not too long ago. Yes, I walked eight miles through this city today. But do you know what? This is where I want to be right now because I want to be accountable and I want you guys to be accountable and I want to lead by example. So I am here and there's nowhere else I'd rather be right now than recording this free podcast for you guys with some free advice. So hopefully some of you guys, if not all of you guys, are grasping some of the the tidbits I'm I'm giving out and I'm I I hope that that you guys have have utilized some of this information and it's been helping. I want to kind of um oh first of all, the reason I am in Salt Lake City, glad that you asked. I am picking up my puppy tomorrow. I'm getting a mini labradoodle. Her name is Mercedes. She is an apricot um eight-week-old puppy, so I am very excited, and I will be training her to be a therapy dog. So that is what brought me here, and I just explored the the city tonight. A lot of it was under construction, but um, it was still very beautiful. Um, I did have to eat at the gas station, though, so I tried to eat as healthy as I could. Um, I don't know if that worked, but... um, yeah, so that's what I did today. I hope all of you guys are having a nice day. Uh, I'm in California now. Everyone's complaining of this heat wave that's going on, um, which means if it gets above 80 degrees, I think it was 82 or 3 or something like that, and people start freaking out in California. Uh, so coming from where it's 115 degrees, I – not only do I I not find it hot in California, but I think it's perfect. I think that the heat wave is perfect weather, and I have yet to turn on my AC. I don't even – sometimes I turn on the fan, but not always, and I just – I have all my windows open, and every day since I've moved there, 
All the windows have been open every day. There's been a nice breeze blowing through the house. Ugh, it's been so nice. That is what I I envisioned. I want to live in a place where I can leave all the windows open every day. And every day when I leave my apartment, I have a, a view of the ocean. Granted, I'm like two and a half miles away. I'm not a multimillionaire yet, but I can still see the ocean and it's just super nice. So I'm I'm pretty happy with, with that. And there's a park right next to my place. So uh, me and Bella are able to go walk a couple times a day, which is nice. And she really likes that. So everything is just going splendid. So I am starting um, life coaching, as I've mentioned before. Uh, right now, what I do is psychiatry, and I do counseling with the psychiatry sometimes, uh, depending on the, the patient. The difference between what I'm doing now and the life coaching is with the the appointments that I have now, they're only about 15, 20 minutes. There's no possible way I can get in a hardcore thought process, um, you know, thing with, with that amount of time and talking about medications. It just doesn't happen. So there's little, you know, little pieces that we touch on with mind work and um, coping mechanisms and, and all that sort of thing. But, but it's just not like what it would be if you were doing it for an hour every week. It would be completely different. The mind shift, the accountability is just completely different. So while I, I very much enjoy my job now and I think it's super helpful, I mean, the, the ratio of patients that get better, the, the patients that listen to, to what I do and actually put into action what I suggest, almost 100% of them get better. Um, so just they're, they're nowhere from, from when then they saw me, like depressed, suicidal, panic attacks all the time, all of them, they get better. So I, I know what I'm doing and it's because I've had hundreds of patients that I've treated and, and, um, I've just, I've seen the result for myself. So I know it works. Um, that being said, I would love to get more into the coaching aspect of it where it's, it's not anything about the medication, but it's an hour every week and six months minimum where we really dive into what are your goals in life, what is preventing you from achieving them. We do a lot of thought work, a lot of just shifting focus, and you know if there are things that need to be controlled, anxiety, um, self-limiting beliefs, anything like that, we really, really work on it. I'm going to use an example of um, I'll use an example of myself for weight loss. So let's see, last year in September, I went to this wedding and I saw all the pictures that I, I was in with my 
um, at the time boyfriend and I was like, oh my gosh, I look bad in all of these pictures. No matter what I did, I just – I looked bad. I looked so big and I felt so fat. I just felt uncomfortable. And there was a, another girl there that is really good with like Instagram and pictures and stuff. So she was trying to help me make the picture look good. And basically what she did was have my boyfriend stand in front of me so that my entire body was covered. (laughs) And then I had to like crop out the picture. It was just, it was so bad. So at that point, I just made the decision. I was like, I don't want to look like this in pictures anymore. And I... I got a trainer and I was like, I need somebody to hold me accountable. I obviously I've been trying to do this on my own for months now and nothing is changing. So I I need somebody else to help me. And ever since I started with the trainer and, you know, they got me on the meal plan and it just the consistency and having somebody there to hold you accountable and having that be in the forefront of your mind all the time that went from me not seeing any results with trying to do it on my own to me then losing 15 pounds of fat, like not just 15 pounds, but of fat pretty much. So I looked completely different. Um, So it's just, it's so important to have somebody there. And again, I'm doing, I mentioned this, I've got a couple of different coaches and I have a Uh, my own life coach, specifically for relationships. And she meets with me every week. And I look forward to that so much, just getting out everything that I'm I'm thinking, anything that I'm struggling through, all the blocks and and all the stuff, just processing it with somebody that understands what's going on and can help you work through that just propels your life and your level of thinking to to the next level. So there's just nothing like coaching. And that's that's why I'm getting passionate about this and why I wanna um I want to shift my focus over to that. I, I'm still gonna do the psychiatry, but I would really like to start implementing that um on a regular basis with with some patient uh, with some people. I'm I'm only going to be taking <clears throat> probably like five five people or so, um, and I just I want to see people's lives transform uh, in a significant way, and I I really really believe that the life coaching is is a great resource to help you do that. Just think. Have you been struggling to do something on your own? Have you had goals? Or maybe you don't have any goals. Maybe that's the problem. But have you been living a life that hasn't been fulfilling to you? Do you wake up every day and think, you know, how lucky you are? You like your job. Things are going well with the family. Like, is your life smooth and happy? If it is, then that is amazing. And I am so happy for you. But if it's not, you haven't been making, you know, the changes on your own. That's when you really need someone to hold you accountable and to help you shift your mind and to help you get focus and clarity on the steps to take moving forward. Everything's going to come from you, but 
that other person is going to help bring that out so you can decide what's best for you moving forward. But without somebody helping you, it's hard to get that clarity on your own. It's just hard to stay focused and have that in the forefront of your mind on your own. Just like for me with well, with the coaching, but also with the, the training and, and the diet. I tried to do it on my own and I just, it's so much easier and you just see a lot more results a lot faster with somebody else. So it's not a matter of selling a program or anything like that. This is something that I wholeheartedly believe in and I want to help people to the best of my abilities. And I think that this would be me helping somebody to the best of my abilities because I I have seen such huge drastic changes with with the life coaching stuff. So so that's my spiel on that. Um, my current cl- coach, she always says, your thoughts create your reality. And that is really what it comes down to. You can have, and I've mentioned this before, but you can have anything that you envision. It's just a matter of you believing that you can have it. A lot of people have these these barriers and these self-limiting beliefs. And even though they want something, they don't think that they are worthy enough to reach it. Let's say someone wants a a million dollars. If them making a million dollars sounds completely unreasonable to what they can grasp and, and what they can achieve, then absolutely that's not going to happen. But if you believe that anything is possible, then it will happen if you put the thought work in and you take the necessary steps to achieve it. Now, like I said, self-limiting beliefs, that is what holds a lot of people back from achieving their their dreams. Those self-limiting beliefs stem from deep-rooted insecurities. And those insecurities probably came from, you know, childhood. So that might be something that needs to be worked through. For example, if if you had a parent or somebody that was constantly telling you you're not good enough or there was a situation that happened, there's something that happened that that put that belief in your head. Maybe the area you grew up in, whatever it is. A good exercise to do for that is to write out, think think of you when you were eight years old. And I want you to imagine what it was that you felt like, you know, how your life was going. And I want you to write a letter to that eight-year-old self? Was there something that you were unhappy about? Was there something that you were insecure about? Were you scared about something? What was going on when you were eight? And I want you to write a letter telling that eight-year-old that it's going to be okay. You're worthy enough. I love you. I've got you. 
that eight-year-old should be like your, your child. You should absolutely love and care for that, that kid. And this is what I want you to write out in the letter. You are so beautiful. You know, what, whatever the thoughts that come to your mind that you would say, write it all out. And I want you to transfer that feeling to yourself. That is how you start the process of breaking down those walls and breaking down those limiting beliefs that nobody is creating except you. So it all starts with self-love. I want you to just be aware of how it is that you're thinking about yourself and how it is that you're talking about yourself, how you show up when you're talking to other people. Do you ever put yourself down? Either like do you do you say things about yourself that are negative or in your mind do you say, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. That was so stupid or, oh, my gosh, like why are you freaking out right now or whatever it is. However, you're treating yourself like I don't I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way this this you have to start being kind to yourself. If you don't love yourself fully, nobody else is going to be able to fully love you. They're they're not going to be able to get in because you don't have that love for yourself. On another sheet of paper, a good exercise to do is to write down all of the things that you love about yourself, all of the ways that you show up. You know, think about people that count on you, how you take care of of your kids or your dog or, you know, things that you've done that were nice for others or things that you're good at, qualities, traits, everything. Just write it all down. And I want you to focus on those things. Every time stuff comes up and you're putting yourself down, the first step is being aware of it. And then you need to say to yourself, no, I'm not going to talk to myself like that. Either think of that eight-year-old, your eight-year-old self, or think of, you know, your child or, or some sweet little innocent thing. And if somebody was talking to that person you care about so much, what would you say to them? No, you're, you're not stupid. Don't say that to her. She is smart and capable and, you know, no, you're not ugly. You are beautiful. How can you not see that? Okay. Whether it's a best friend that you want to envision or your child Envision somebody saying that to themselves, somebody that you care about so much, and you need to think about how you would say the opposite to them. Don't do that. Don't say those things about yourself. None of that's true. I care about you so much, and you are so loving and kind, and I don't know what I'd do without you. That needs to be how you talk to yourself, okay? First step is being aware of it. Second step is changing it, visualizing you talking, somebody else that you love saying that to themselves, 
and then how you would respond to that. And then I want you to write down all of those things that you love about yourself and how you're showing up in the world. This is not a, a negative talk exercise. So if you have all of those, if you're writing down, you know, good things about yourself and then all the negative stuff's coming up, like, oh, I don't think I'm that, that good at that. I don't know why I wrote that. Oh, now I don't have anything. I don't know. I'm not good at anything. I don't have any traits or qualities. That is so untrue. Everybody that is on this earth is unique and they all have qualities and traits that they're bringing to this world. So it is impossible for you not to have any. And it's impossible for you to have less than like 10. I mean, you should have like 100, but you need to come up with at least 10. That, that's a good start. And, you know, if you are having a hard time writing good things about yourself, then why don't you start asking people that love you, people that are close to you? What good traits, what good qualities do you think I have? Start there. All right. Another thing I want to emphasize is taking time out for the thought work. If you don't carve out time in your chaotic day to calm your mind down and do some visualization, do some work on what do I want? What is good in my life right now? What is not so good? The things that are not so good, how could they be better? Do I want something better for myself? What is it that I want for myself? Figuring out just clearly where you want to be. What do you what does your life look like in 6 months from now? You know, at the end of the month. What what steps do you need to take? Don't don't worry about the steps, just worry about the 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 thinking about it. And getting clear on what's not working. If you hate your job, and I had a whole episode on, on jobs, but you are the only person keeping you there. You know that, right? You were continuing to make yourself miserable for, for what? I don't know. Because I know that I really hated my job when I first started out. Well, <clears throat> I've had a lot of jobs that I've really hated, but... I did not stay there. I moved on. And now I love my job. Now I just opened my own business. Now I'm working online and I can live wherever I want. But had I stayed with the first job just because I was scared that I wasn't going to have enough money or I was scared for ABC, because yeah, I was scared for a lot of different reasons. And I did stay there way longer than I wanted to. But once I connected the dot of, hey, I don't need to be here and I'm not going to be here and I left and came up with a different plan, then it was like everything was so much better. My life was immensely better. The only thing I thought was, why did I not do that sooner? 
why did I stay in that miserable job for two years when I could have been working someplace else and been so much happier? That did not make sense to me. And looking back, all the reasons why I was scared to leave, they they could be seen as legit reasons, but in the end, there is no reason. You create your own destiny. You can take any step that you want and it will work out if you put the work in. So take time to be clear on what it is that you want and what is not working out and why it's not working out. So do you need to leave your job? Do you need to switch careers completely? Do you need to take more vacations? Do you need to spend more time with your kids? Do you need to take more do you need to spend more time being romantic with your husband? What is it? What is it that you need? And visualize that happening exactly like you want it to how you want it to happen. So if everything goes like you want it to with the changes, what will that look like in a month, in 3 months, in a year? That is the work. If you can't get clear on where it is you're going and what that looks like, you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to go in circles. You're going to stay in the same spot in circles. <laughs> and everybody has the same amount of time in the day. So there is no excuse. My coach um, in my entrepreneur class she created this entire thing that she's doing when her podcast and her business and everything while she was breastfeeding her newborn baby. And I heard that on a, another podcast with somebody else doing the same thing. So people are doing this with multiple children at all ages. People are, they're making stuff happen. There's, there's no excuse. Life is is busy and crazy. And that's just how it is. That's not how it is for you. That's how it is for everybody. Even if you don't have kids, there can be a lot of other chaotic stuff going on. You can always say to yourself, I've got this, 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 this. Everybody does. The same is true for everybody has time to carve out to do that that thought work, but it depends if that's important to you. If you don't mind your life and you want to keep going around in circles and you're okay with that and everything's great, then you do not need to carve out time for that. Keep doing whatever you're doing. But if you're complaining and if you're miserable and if things aren't great, then I would highly suggest that you carve out that time. And your mind needs to be calm at that time. So you might have to do some deep breathing exercises, some mindfulness stuff, and get into a place of, of calmness before you start this work. Or else you might just be overwhelmed and you want to be in a relatively positive place so that you can really practice the feeling 
of what it feels like to be in that vision that you're envisioning. When, when you're happy with your husband in three months, when you're spending time with your kids and all of you guys are bonding, when you're getting that new job that you've always wanted, whatever it is, I want you to visualize and feel all of those feelings that come along with that. So the feeling part is just as important. And then on a daily basis, I want you to take that feeling with you. I know in a previous podcast episode, I talked about the miracle morning and doing that like power hour. And I'm still trying to do that every day. So, you know, this would be a good thing to do at night for like 10 minutes. And then in the morning, if you can do that power hour, I mean, it's just going to help you out. I know it's hard. I know there's a lot going on. I understand. Like I said, everybody, everybody's got that. It's not just you. I promise. The more excuses you make, the the less you're going to have change in your life. So you just have to, to do it. And I'm telling you, a lot of people, I would say the majority of people, if you said, can you carve out some time for this and this? No, absolutely not. I have no time. I'm, I'm too busy. That is where the coaching work is so helpful because it forces you to be committed to an hour a day of working on the thought work. You should be doing that every day, but at least you get a guaranteed hour of focused energy and time and direction and steps going forward and thought work. You get that minimum for an hour once a week. And now it's on the forefront of your mind, so now you're able to have momentum moving forward for the rest of the week to work on this stuff. But if nobody's reminding you of this and you're not having a call once a week, it's really difficult to keep up with it and let life get chaotic and busy and run away with you. And then five years later, 10 years later, you're still in the same miserable position that you were. You still have a million excuses like you did before and nothing has changed. That would freak me out so much. If if I knew that my life was going to – if I was, wasn't happy and I knew that that was how my life was going to be in 10 years, it was going to be the exact same, I would I would not let, let that happen. And that is why I don't let it happen. That's why I, I'm investing my time and my money and seeing multiple coaches because I truly believe that that is the best way to uplift your life to the next level. That's the way to invite more love in. That's the way to invite more money in. That's the way to invite everything that you want in is by coaching and carving out the time and visualizing what it is that you want and being clear on that. I want you to be careful of your thoughts being overwhelmingly negative because everybody has excuses. I've heard so many times this week about how crazy everything is because of COVID. And remember, two people can be in the same situation and have a completely different story to tell. So 
I hear a lot like I can't do this and this and this, my this, this because of COVID. And somehow I've managed to move, start a business, get a dog, travel. I've I've done everything. So I don't know what people are talking about. I don't know why everybody's lives are so chaotic and and why the world is totally disastrous. That's just your mind saying that. It's not a disaster. But if you keep feeding into that and you keep saying everything's a disaster, everything will be a disaster. Remember, the only constant is change. Change is the only constant. There's always something that's going to be going on. Something's going to rock the boat. If it's not COVID, it's going to be something else. So you need to be careful with your thoughts. And if you're getting too negative with your situation, I want you to write those thoughts down. What are all the negative things you have going on? Why is everything so chaotic? Write it all down. Take a step back. When you're in a more calm place, I want you to evaluate that. Is what you wrote down, all of those negative things, are those all a fact? Or is this an elaboration of your anxious mind? Because I pretty much guarantee it will be an elaboration of your anxious mind. And if you're not able to see it, then that means your mind is still too anxious. Because every time I've done this with patients, we've broken it down. I'm like, was that really that bad? Or do you think that you embellished that a little bit, how bad that was? Was it was it really that bad that your sister forgot to call? You know, was it was it really the end of the world that I don't know that that you left the milk at the store? No, it wasn't. So just be careful that your thoughts are not something that you are creating on your own out of anxiety. There is a book by Viktor Frankl called Man's Search for Meaning. And he was in the concentration camps. And he said, you know, they can starve me, they can beat me, but they they will never have control of my mind. So he was convinced that he controlled his thoughts and he was not going to let anybody's outside influence control his thoughts and everything was going to work out for the better. And he was convinced of that. And he survived and had a great life. But he was just so certain. And that's the certainty that that you need. And he was so positive. And that's the worst situation you could ever be in. And he was still having control over his thoughts. So if somebody can do that in a concentration camp, I want you to put that into perspective with what's going on in your life. If you lost your keys for an hour, was that the end of the world? No. Okay. So it's not about all of the things that are changing or things that go wrong 
the level of things going wrong is all up to how you think about that situation. The goal is not that everything's going to go smoothly and nothing's going to go wrong. The goal is that things will go wrong and you know how to adapt to that. You can take the punches as they come. This happened. Okay, that sucked. Better luck next time. I'm going to move forward with this. I'm going to take a second, freak out for a second, and then I'm going to move on. It's going to be okay. Yeah, that sucked. Not the end of the world. That's the kind of mindset you need to control those, those thoughts. So really, write them all down. If your day is crazy, if your life is crazy, write down what is so crazy about it and then really look at it. Is this a fact or is this an embellishment of my anxiety? Okay. I'm done for today. I hope you guys have found some of the words of advice helpful. Please let me know if you have any questions or comments feedback. I'd be happy to receive that. And, um, you can find me on, um, well, I think my, my little ending message will tell you all those places. So I hope everybody is safe and well, and thank you so much for listening. I will be back shortly. Bye you guys. I appreciate you all for listening to my podcast. I hope that you guys got something out of it. Um, If you need to reach me or have any questions, please contact me um, on Facebook at CaraCellFNP. I'm also on Instagram, CaraPMHNP. And my website is healthandwellnesspsychiatry.com. You can reach me on there. Uh, My Gmail is healthandwellness.com psychiatry at gmail.com. So please uh, reach out to me with any questions or comments. I would love to hear from you. Okay. Thanks guys.